Oh my god. Is this Super Smash Brothers? Please be Super Smash Brothers. Please be Super Smash Brothers. Yes. Yes. What? The Cory Busters, the males what? mark out their territories and what? begin What's a strange courtship ritual. Turn it back. Turn it back. inflating air sacs on their necks while emitting a booming. Why is it working? Sound. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yes. Super Smash Brothers. 2018. What's up everybody, welcome to The House of Mario, episode 33, I'm your host Drew Agnew, and joining me as always is my flamboyant co-host, Frost the Wit. I got you about that one, I was thinking about that one throughout the day, I'm like, you'll, you'll appreciate it. Alright, no, alright, okay, we'll go with flamboyant. <laughs> and joining us uh, also is a very special guest, uh, Luke, uh, how do you pronounce your last name again, sorry. <laughs> Hey, it's Luke Vanide, or I'm also known in other places, El Vanide or Lemonade. Lemonade, yeah. That's what um, <laughs> I, I was referring to you as, uh, to Bryce. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm always butchering people's last names, so now I don't even bother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's not lying. Unless, he's it's, not lying. unless it's Smith. <laughs> <laughs> like the most generic of names. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Uh, today on the show, we uh, last week we didn't talk much about the Nintendo uh, the Direct, what happened. So this week we want to go through, discuss what happened, what got announced, what got shown. Um, I know there are some very uh, exciting things Bryce and I actually haven't talked about yet, so we'll get into that. Yeah, we haven't had the opportunity this week at yeah. all. And uh, after that, Luke's actually got a segment he wants to introduce to the show. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm keen. So to start off, guys... Uh, new WarioWare got announced on 3DS. How, how do you feel about that? I'll let I'll let Luke take the reins first because I've talked a little bit of WarioWare. Yeah, yeah. I was really surprised by the WarioWare announcement because there hasn't been one for such a long time. I think the most recent one might have been on DSiWare or something like that. But um, I'm a pretty big fan of the WarioWare games, especially Twisted on the Game Boy Advance. I think that one is the most fun. And then um, uh, when the DS came out, I got uh, WarioWare Touched for that. That was my first game. And um, then the Wii one, what was that? Smooth Moves or something? Yeah. Yeah, I played that in the last um, two or three years, and that's a lot of fun as well. Uh, Yeah, uh, we're personal lovers of Smooth uh, smooth Moves. We love it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, There was... There was Game & Wario, I guess, which was supposed to be a part of the series, but I think everybody feels the same way about Game & Wario. I don't know about you. Yeah, I've played it uh, once. I borrowed it from my brother, and it was okay, but not really that great. Well, it's it's not what you want from a WarioWare game, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, my, uh, my take on it is it's great, um, but not sure if I wanted it so much for 3DS as I do probably the Switch. Well, I, I think I think the uh, 3DS is probably a better fit for it because then you can still copy all the mini games from the WarioWare Touched and Twisted because it's got the gyro and the touchscreen right there. Where if it was on Switch, it'd be a problem with it either being docked or not docked, and it'd just complicate things. I'm sure uh, that would make a very good new WarioWare game on Switch, but not so much a collection of old mini games. Yeah, which which is which is a fair call, but at the same time, I'm kind of just like uh, the the way I think of it is if you 
if you remember from Smooth Moves, they had like a nunchuck section and uh, like solo Wiimote games and stuff like that. Yeah, those ones would be a better fit on Switch. Yeah, I, I sort of, I sort of just figured that like maybe they would have some handheld modes and stuff like that if they released a Switch version because that that way you could take advantage of like some sort of Joy-Con motion and stuff like that with full tilt of the console and you know, uh, but. Um, you're not wrong in saying that uh, with the transition from dock and handheld, it'd be a little bit jarring and it kind of takes away from the party party aspect, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just so stoked we've got WarioWare at all, to be honest. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Because I started watching the direct after this happened. So um, one, of, one of our friends on Twitter, they, he said, oh, I'm really excited about new WarioWare. I'm like, oh, new WarioWare. And obviously come to find it was on the 3ds i'm like oh well it's still WarioWare, and i think um what you said luke just about it being um like the game we advance games and the WarioWare twisted and the ds mini games all the one plus new mini games i think uh probably the 3ds is the better platform for that sort of collection rather than the switch so um when a brand new WarioWare game does come out i hope that is on switch which it, i assume it would be because they're using the Joy-Cons and that's going to be so good. I can't wait. <laughs> Especially with the experimenting with um, one, two switch as well. Like they were, they were obviously a little more fleshed out sort of mini game type of deal, much like what Game and Wario was, I guess. But you know, just playing around with some of the stuff in one, two switch as much as nobody wanted to pay eighty dollars for one, no. two switch. If you if you've played it, like there's there's a lot of stuff in there that could be incorporated into Wario. Where yeah, well, for sure. Just- yeah waving those Joy-Cons. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, next up, they uh, announced Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers. Um, I've, I hadn't played a Dylan's... Uh, was it Dylan's Wild Western or something? No, Dylan's Rolling Western was Rolling the Western. first one, and there yeah. was a sequel as well, which I don't know the name of, but I, I haven't played either of them. I've heard they're okay games, but it wasn't yeah. really something that interested me. Bryce, you played the first one, didn't you? Yes, I did actually play the first one. Did you enjoy it? How do you feel about it? I actually thought it was like it, it is a it is a pretty solid game considering it wasn't a full release. It was a Wear release. Mm. And it, this one this one seems like it's a boxed yeah game. Which so. that's in in my opinion that's super positive because I was almost certain that um, Dylan was going to have like more of a hand in that market. Um, like earlier than this so it's good to see that it's finally happening because I think the IP is pretty good the game was really fun yeah just people forget about it just because it was an eShop only game yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. it was a Wear game and it was kind of like well you know um, unless you unless you were going to spend the time on the eShop like I, I did a, a ton on the 3DS like that's where most of my investments went um, you know uh, I guess you'd be more worth buying something a little more fleshed out it was only I think it was only about $30 though like it wasn't that badly priced yeah and uh, they had like the little the little feature in the trailer for the new one where like, you turn your me's into little furries and stuff <laughs> yeah what more do you want <laughs> honestly uh, it's, it's starting to become a meme already that <laughs> on Twitter you scroll and people are pointing it out Oh really? I haven't seen anything of that. Not yet. No. No. Do it, I want to? You will eventually. No, it was just kind of just like just just like listen up, everybody. People like fairies have found their game and all that stuff. <laughs> just the you know the, like the the whole fur affinity thing. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um. 
Also announced was for 3DS was Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story plus Bowser's uh, Bowser Junior's Journey. Um, so getting a remake of that, which I don't feel like was a hundred percent necessary. It doesn't feel that old. Um, that game, oh, does it? No. Especially since they skipped uh, Partners in Time, which was a lot older. And Partners in Time is a damn good game. It is a damn good game. Yeah. Well, but I think it's the- funny you say that because most people think that's one of the worst ones in the series. Ah, no way. Nah, I enjoyed it a lot. I, I, um, I'm not sure what it is. I'm not sure what it is. I think it's just the aesthetic. Bryce of- just loves babies. <laughs> <laughs> Phrasing, dude. <laughs> um, I, th- I actually think, uh, like it was one of the better uses of the touch screen, uh, like in an RPG sense for the DS. Mm. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I know that like a bunch of us did as well um it's probably not uh it wasn't as hard as superstar saga i'd like to say but i haven't played dream team either i haven't played bowser's inside story and i can't say much for either of them Mm. but i personally really enjoyed partners in time Mm. almost as much as i did superstar saga the only one i've played is superstar saga back when that was new on the advance and that also got a remake last year so yeah maybe yeah, they're gonna yeah. remake all the best ones out of them well it the weirdest thing about this is they announced it for 2019 which is yeah. it's, it's march yeah i've got a long time <laughs> yeah. i'm just yeah. glad they're keeping the support for 3ds going because i really love the 3ds as a system yeah so do i a lot of people are quite um quick to say kill the 3ds it needs to die but a lot of these games like they're not um apart from uh, the last one we will talk about on 3DS what got announced here but a lot of them aren't sort of the games that are taking away from the Switch like la- last year when Mario Party came to uh, the 3DS instead of Switch it's like okay guys this probably could have been on Switch I think it would be a lot more exciting to have the you know four player co-op and that on you know, Mario Party's best 100 games I think that would have been a lot more suitable but stuff stuff like this where they pretty much have the engine and the assets ready to just make a brand new game and also you know WarioWare and this Dylan's game I think I think it they they are best suited to 3DS yeah yeah absolutely yeah um no I haven't really got much to say on the matter I suppose you know mm. um it's had a fantastic time with previous entries um I'm not sure if pushing forward this way is necessary for the series just remakes yeah yeah because like uh and, and again it wasn't yeah. that long ago and to be honest this this new art style they've used for this series on 3ds i actually prefer how it looked on ds yeah i don't know about you guys but sort of the more 3d-ish look i think it looks worse yeah yeah i i yeah no i don't yeah i can't argue with that yeah what, what do you think luke um, well, it's not a game I'm very interested in playing either, so I'm not really bothered by it. Yeah, fair enough. I think, yeah, it's just interesting that 3DS is going to be still alive in 2019. I think that's all they were trying to say with that game. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, yeah. So it's like, don't throw away your 2DS yet, young Jimmy, who got it for Christmas. Cheese wedge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you got you got a big cheese wedge now. Oh, no, it's a, I just realised that 2DS XL with that 
at the top it's like a cheese grater oh yeah <laughs> anyway we'll move on from that uh detective pikachu comes out march uh 23rd we already knew pretty much about this game just they've shown off a bit more i think um i'm keen for this game i think i'm, I'm not that keen to play it i'm just keen to sort of see the cutscenes and no, yeah. I, sort of I can't wait stuff. for this i've got it pre-ordered with the amiibo and everything i've oh, been nice. paying attention to the news for it since it was first released in japan and I was really hoping that they were going to make an English version of it, and they eventually have, which I was very happy about. Because mm, it is episodic over in Japan, wasn't it, this game? Yeah, there was the original episode, and then I think the second episode just came out recently, and then that's probably why they bothered to bring it over here as well. Yep. Mm. Actually, I'm curious, because I was interested in the uh, Amiibo as well. How much does the uh, big Pikachu Amiibo cost? Uh, it's expensive for an Amiibo, I think... Uh, $40 or something. 40 bucks. yep. It's about how much the Yarn Yoshi was, I think. The yeah, that one. sounds about right. The big one was 60 60 yeah. 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 Well, the, 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 yeah, the big one, yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. Expensive for me, bro, but... Gotta have them. Yeah, oh, you have to. Oh, yeah. Not for $60. <laughs> but... <laughs> uh. Oh, well. And last for the 3DS, uh, Luigi's Mansion remake uh, confirmed for this year. Uh, yeah, how do you feel about that? Uh, this is good for continuity reasons. Yeah, that, that's pretty much. I think. I think that's literally because Luigi's Mansion uh, was on the GameCube. If you're going to put it on the Switch, then it's like, oh well, what do you? The Switch or the Wii U, I guess. If you really <laughs> on the Wii U, give a shit about the Wii U eShop, I guess. Uh, it's like, well, okay, but there was a sequel on 3DS earlier. You might as well just chuck it on there, and I th- yeah, it's just where it needs to be. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's much to say beyond that. And they've already got the assets ready to go to remake it as well. I think mm. that's more the. I think they're looking for things to keep the 3 ds alive that aren't necessarily like, all right, let's start a brand new game like what they did for Kid Icarus and stuff like that. Well, yeah, you won't see that. Yeah, no, no, definitely not. Um, I haven't even played two yet, so I can't. Yeah, <laughs> I can't talk. Mm. Yeah, play it makes sense to put it on 3DS because they've already got the engine and stuff on Luigi's Mansion 2, but I kind of would have preferred to see it in HD on Switch. That is one. Um, but I'm going to get it anyway because I really like the first Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, uh, don't get me wrong. I'd absolutely love to see it on Switch as well, but I think for continuity's sake, it's, it was probably safest it stayed on uh, 3DS. Um, I'd like to see both of them released on a home console because that's how I enjoyed Luigi's Mansion 1 yeah so um, I I have to agree with you there Luke just go back and play the GameCube version I mean <laughs> I would if I could get a working GameCube again and find a copy of Luigi's Mansion and yeah, I've been playing a lot of GameCube games in the last two or three years and I uh, replayed Luigi's Mansion I think last year or maybe the year before and um, it's still really, really good. Except the only thing I don't like about it is the final boss is too hard, and I couldn't beat it. Uh, and the hundred percent completion, the hundred percent completion um, requirement <laughs> is ridiculous. It's almost, I would say, probably worse than uh, what was it, Wario Land Four? I think it was. Mm. It's even worse than that. If if you get knocked over and you let a coin despawn, then it's over. You have to restart. <laughs> it's. It's so silly. I don't know how how it got that bad. Not sure at all. 
And so what is it? You just have to collect all the coins. You literally, like, uh, there's, there is particular spawns for just about everything on the map. And when you uh, suction paintings and stuff like that, money will drop out. But it'll only ever happen once. It'll only ever happen once. So if you miss a coin, it's over. Right. Yeah. And I think it, the money also disappears if you take too long. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it it's not even a long timer either. Like, so if you're in a room full of ghosts and you happen to like tag a painting with a vacuum, or tag like a like a couch or something with a vacuum, and a piece of money comes out, you have to get on that as soon as possible. Otherwise, you're going to lose it, and then you have to start again. Did and there is actually bonuses for hundred percenting it. Did you get it? Did you no, get it? hell no, no, no. no. Okay. I'm not making that much effort. <laughs> I would have to restart that game so many times. Mm. You pretty much have to be like perfect at that game. Perfect, 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 perfect. Right. Let's move on to the uh, Switch game. So we've got more information on on Kirby Star Allies. So you got a few extra characters. Uh, cool, looks alright. The game looks pretty good. It comes out um, the week of we're recording this episode. Um, I'm I'm keen to play. I'm not keen to pay eighty bucks, but we'll, we'll did see. Did you try the go. demo? Yeah, I did. I've played the demo a couple of times. Yeah fun yeah yeah really, <laughs> really enjoyed it unfortunately unfortunately i i haven't played it i need to um i've got no room on my switch at the moment it's a real issue yeah i mean i feel like you, you get three other companions and i feel like the screen's that cluttered just with that many people jumping around and i'm just like go away i just want to play the game <laughs> i can't yeah. apparently see so i'm pretty new to the kirby series the first game i played all the way through was robobot on 3ds uh, so I would have kind of preferred if the Star Allies was a single-player game like that one, but I was impressed by the demo, and I do plan on buying it at some point. Mm. Yeah, it looks beautiful as well. Like, it really surprised me how nice it looks. Um, I did. I, I have said it before, the general rule with games like Kirby and Yoshi is not for 80 bucks for me mm. anymore. Uh, like, they, they're great games and all that nice stuff, but it, it is it is continuing to look better and better as it goes on. You know what I mean? More appealing to the wallet, but at the same time, I'm still kind of just like, yeah, there's other things I can buy still. Like, hold my horses. Hold up, boy. Because the chances are it's only going to be like an eight-hour game. It could be even less. You never know. Yeah, yeah. And then you're pretty much just... The only reason you'd be going back is, uh, you know, um, couch co-op. I I think think it's definitely a game to get your money's worth if you need... Like you need people your partner who or your it. kid or yeah. someone to be like, yes, let's play Kirby tonight and yeah, yeah, take your time with it, have some fun. But for for people who are really wanting to invest in a new Kirby game, like you could easily just go back to other other old Kirby games and have just as much fun, mm. like Nightmare and Dreamland. Yeah, because that that um that game uh, you just said, uh, Luke, Planet Robobot, that was that was an awesome Kirby game. That was heaps of fun. I love that one. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, good old Kirby. <laughs> the bane of my the bane of uh, not being able to spend eighty dollars on it without feeling like I've wasted my money. Some it's, a, it's a lot of money. Like think, it is a lot of money. How many two D platformers can you buy on Switch with eighty bucks? A lot. Like you can buy a lot. You, mm. you can buy like Cave Story, Celeste. You can get like a heap, like heaps of good games for oh, that money. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I want to play it so I can sort of talk about it, but. We'll get around to it. We will get around to it. Yeah. Um. Next up, Akomi, Akami, Akami HD. This is this was actually one of my favorite announcements of the whole show. When I seen this, I was like, yes. Yeah. 
Um, I'm going to get it on Switch. I'm going to play through it. This is going to be my fourth time buying it. Really? Fourth. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I um, I got it on Wii. Then it came out on PS3. So I'm like, oh, well, I'll get the HD version because it's a stunning game. Then it came out on PS4. And I bought that uh, about Christmas time because I'm like, well, I'm going to uh, play through it on PS4. I never actually touched it on PS4, which sucks. <laughs> and now it's on Switch. You know, it's the perfect place for it with the uh, touchscreen controls and the portability. So and the Joy-Con controls on on TV. On TV, they yeah, look alright too. Yeah, it should be should be good. Yeah, I, I've I've never personally touched Okami. Yeah, I've heard it's a good game, but I've never played it. Yeah, well, this might be the place to play it. I mean, and yeah, and that's probably the case. It's probably what's going to happen. But you know. I I I always expressed interest. It always looked good, but I don't know. Very Zelda esque game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually um, it beat Twilight Princess for Game of the Year the year it came out on for IGN's Game of the Year. Oh well, yeah. So regardless of how you feel about Twilight Princess, that's, that's something. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> how you beats out a Zelda game. Yeah, I don't. I don't like Zelda. the Wii version of Twilight Princess, but the GameCube and Wii versions are very good. Mm. I only played it on Wii, so I well, imagine if I went back now, why you didn't like it. No, mm. I, I loved it. I didn't. Yeah. I, no, I absolutely love Twilight Princess. It's probably I've always said it was my favorite Zelda game until Breath of the Wild. So. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, going back, I think um going back it would just be weird. I think just shaking <laughs> the Wii mote. Yeah. Absolutely. But um, yeah, I was actually I was playing the GameCube version the other day. And I'm like. It is weird how it's just flipped. <laughs> yeah. You're just going towards the uh, the starting lake and it's just on the other side. You're like, oh yeah, right. <laughs> going the completely wrong direction. Yeah. Yeah. Based on your memory. Mm. Good old Twilight Princess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sushi Striker. That's coming out for Switch and 3DS. This was uh, Sushi, It was announced last year at E3, Sushi Striker, just for it was too. 3DS, if you remember that. Yeah. It was one of the um, one more thing, things like like Metroid was. and. Well, have, have a look at Sushido. So it, it looks it looks fun. I don't really know anything about it to be honest. Um, no, just just a just a puzzle game, I think. Puzzle game, you yeah. know, like Puyo Puyo type puzzle game. Yeah, which is gonna sell like crazy in Japan, probably. It kind of looks like a match three puzzle game, except the pieces are sliding across horizontally, and you have to do something. I don't fully understand how the game works, but it does look pretty fun, and I will buy it. I'm just not sure if I want it on Switch or 3DS yet. I think it'll probably perform better on. 3DS what sales was well yeah maybe don't know I don't know it sounds like a great game for like take the Joy-Cons off like Puro Puro Tetris was sounds like perfect thing for that yeah maybe I don't know I just think I just think it's one of those things that work well with ultra portability because yeah. it's a puzzle game that's mm. what people are playing on their phones and stuff nowadays do you know what I mean yeah yeah it's yeah like stuff like Bejeweled and all that what a gem what in, oh my god <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Octop- I don't know if I should slap you for that one or let you off. Uh, Octopath Traveler got a release date for July thirteenth, and that game looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I actually didn't. I was in the. I was watching the direct in the car <laughs> while I was driving. I wasn't just. I wasn't looking at it. No policeman arrest me after listening to this. But um, I didn't really catch that much about it. They're introducing a new character and I shown off the special edition and mm-hmm. gave it the release date. Did mm-hmm. either of you play the demo? Uh, no, I didn't. In the end, I downloaded it. I had every intention to, but at the time, Mario Kart and Zelda kept on 
<laughs> taking my attention. See, the, these games are right up my alley. I'm, I'm really big on RPGs. I love RPGs, but I actually didn't try it before it went away. <laughs> oh, it's gone, is it? No, it's, is still, it? it's is still, it there. still up there. It's still there, yeah. Okay, I thought it was only a limited thing. Um, no, I'll have to play it then. I, I thought it was only out for like maybe a week. Yeah, because you're a big Final Fantasy fan, so... And you love Bravely Default, and oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. This is definitely up your alley. That's what I mean. It's like it's it's right up it's right up my alley. But like I said, I'm having storage problems with my Switch. Oh uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, I've got a couple. I've got a couple games that re- really I should have physical. Oh, well, yeah, you have to save that um, eighty dollars from Kirby <laughs> to buy an SD card. Yeah, that's even harder to buy, isn't it? You just like oh, because you're like oh my god. This is just a set. This is just a store data. I'm not even buying any. Yeah, I think that game is coming out physically though. At least there's a oh, collector's edition that comes with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I will buy it physically, but I'm, like I haven't made the room on my console to play the demo yet. Yeah, because it's a whole lot of moving stuff around. I, I think I've only got like two gig free now. I might be able to download it now, but I had to archive a bunch of my software just to free up some room for updates. Hmm. Like it was, it was that full. <laughs> mm. It's pretty awful. Are you excited for the game, Luke? I tried the demo, but turn-based RPGs are really not my thing. So I played a little bit of it and then quit because I wasn't into it. Yeah, it does look very nice with the art style and everything, and I'm yeah. sure it'll be good for people who like that sort of game. But it's not for me. I think it's the most appealing part about it, to be honest. Mm. It's a, the world does look very pretty, and the way it's presented is very pretty. But um, like like most RPGs, it's sort of really just your standard thing, your standard ordeal. You get to cast the characters and you know mess around with their classes, find out what you like best in a team, and yeah, yeah. All right, fair thing. Uh, Travis strikes again. Uh, no more heroes coming out this year. So. Mm. It, it's, that's, that, look, that looks pretty cool so it's not like a sequel to No More Heroes but it's more of like a spin-off yeah spin-off sort of like with he goes into different video games which aren't um, uh, yeah so it's sort of like mini games or micro yeah mini games I would say yeah, it looks a lot of fun to me um, did either of you two play the first No More Hero games uh, yeah I, I dabbled in them a bit I played them for about probably three hours Okay, yeah. in the last in the last few years I've played through both of them and I really like them, especially the second one. Um when they added classic controller support. Uh and then the second one also has these kind of NES style mini games in it as well. Hmm. Okay, um, so so that's something they've brought over to this from the second game. Except expanded on the mini games a whole lot more and it looks heaps of fun based on that new trailer. Alright. Yeah, no. I think I thought it looked really flashy and really fun, and I think that's stuff that you know I find interest in stuff like Fury, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. Where I'm kind of just like you know I want to play a game that's just flashy, beat the crap out of things, <laughs> you know. Um, so I've actually considered giving it a go. I didn't spend much time with the first two at all, but uh, that's mainly my lack of not owning copies mm. more than anything. So, I mean. I'll I'll uh I'll probably wait for a little more stuff to come out about it and see if it's worth a purchase. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, we've got Dark Souls remastered. It's got a network test and funnily enough it actually it's uh, getting an amiibo. 
<laughs> which uh, I don't think anyone was uh, expecting. But the um, Amiibos is going to be very hard to get. You can only get it on uh, the Nintendo's eBay store. Oh, God, I don't know why they do this. Uh, I guess they're just like, oh, we don't know how many people are going to want this. They're, but... they're, they're probably going to sell like hotcakes. It is it is Dark Souls. I know, I know that's not saying much nowadays because people are like, oh... This is a clone of Dark Souls, or this is like it's become its own genre almost. It's ridiculous, mm. and I think there's a lot of people that are going to want to play a remastered Dark Souls on the go. Yeah, and even if you're playing it on PS4 and that, they still might want an amiibo of it. Okay, yeah, just because it's it's a collectible, right? Yeah, you know, just... you people might not even have a Nintendo console, but why their eBay? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's just the store they use. It's it's they really want to. I don't know. It, it just. <laughs> Probably just because there's not very many of them, and uh, there was one other amiibo they sold on the eBay store, which was the Box Boy amiibo. Oh, and that's right. I, I wanted to get that, but it sold out in about forty minutes or something, and I didn't get it. Yeah. See, that's the problem. That's the problem with selling stuff like this on eBay. <laughs> it goes too quick, you know. They'll they'll have those uh, Solera amiibos up there, and there'll be a limited quantity of them, and they'll just sell so quickly you'll never see one mm. and I, will, I will try to get it even though I don't want Dark Souls it's just a really cool looking amiibo <laughs> yeah yeah praise the sun the good, the good old praise the sun yeah um the thing is the thing is with it though is I hate the I could understand if there was like some sort of really minimalistic value to them but I feel like these limited edition amiibos that actually have some features in them being sold on the eBay store I just don't think it's fair it just kind of harkens back to when they started releasing amiibos and people were just scalping the crap out of them. Yeah. You know, I think that's I think that's super unappealing. It doesn't make me want to go on the eBay store and buy it. It makes me just want to go, I can't be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> to be completely honest, it's not... Yeah. I don't know. Oh, anyway. well, won't worry about that. Enough, enough about the amiibo. Oh, well, you can save your money and buy a Kirby and an SD card. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they're, sh- they're showing heaps about Mario Aces, Mar- Mario Tennis Aces, mm-hmm. and what they're showing in this direct actually looks awesome. Yeah, looks really good. And I think they have to make this game look pretty good because the last one on Wii U was uh, not very good. Yeah, at pretty, all. <laughs> pretty average. Uh, yeah, this you... will be the first Mario sports game that I buy. Well, really. assuming that the demo that they release is good, I will plan mm. on buying it. Oh, the tournament demo. That's right. That's the thing that's happening. I really like that they're doing this too. But they're doing like... Like you can test their games online before it actually comes out. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I, I, I was interested when it was uh, first announced. What was it? In January? Yeah, something like that. A January yeah. Direct? Um, I I looked at it and I thought, Hey, Mario Tennis actually looks really good this time around. Yeah. And I've not bought a Mario sports game in a very long time. Mm. Uh, the last time I bought a Mario Sports game was Strikers, pre-owned for Wii, maybe about two years ago. And I already had plenty of experience with Strikers before that. It was just kind of like, hey, it's nine bucks and I can't find a copy anywhere else. Yeah. Um, But like Mario Sports Mix and all, and all that stuff that came out after that, it all went under my radar. I only had like two sport game Mario games or <laughs> fucking or or the Olympic games I didn't even bother with them for example no um but uh I had uh three on three and I had strikers and those were two really good sports games never really ever bothered bothered with tennis I had 
Mario Golf on the 64, which I enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. Um, so seeing uh, seeing Mario Tennis and being like, hey, this would probably be my first entry into Mario Tennis, and this looks really fun. Mm. Well, just when they started going into detail about the different types of shots you could take and yeah, like all that, it's like, oh, wow, this is awesome. Yeah. Saying chain chomp with just a tennis racket in his mouth, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> looks great. Um, the thing I'm most interested about that is the addition of the story mode. Uh, which they still haven't really explained a whole lot about, but that's why I'm gonna buy it. I think it's uh, I think it's gonna be very standard Mario affair this time around. But they actually did have a Mario Tennis game that had a story in it, and it was really kind of strange. Yeah, I've um, heard the old Game Boy Advance and Game Boy Color games had an RPG mode, which is different to what this is. But um, a lot of people like those old games for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I always hear positive things about the handheld Mario Tennis games, but never never a ton of, of positivity from the console-based ones. But this one, again, yeah. does look really good, and it may even warrant a purchase from me. Um, the birthplace of uh, Waluigi, so, you know, you can't complain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah like Waluigi's him. great. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a rose in his mouth in this one, so like, oh. <laughs> wow. a bit of a romantic oh yeah alright um, we might we might do a, a few more of these quick fire because we've still got a fair few more to go we've, uh, we're already at the half an hour mark mm-hmm. don't to be here all day <laughs> or too do, much or, in the direct or do we alright um, so we got uh, Captain Toad is coming to uh, Switch and uh, 3DS uh, it's got new Odyssey levels included yeah, I'm just, I'm, oh, um, I had been thinking about them porting that to Switch and I wasn't going to buy it if it was only ported to Switch but then they said it was on 3DS and that game is going to look amazing in 3D on 3DS it will yeah I think I think it is perfect for the 3DS and I think that's where it should have been in the first place so uh, yeah I that's, guess that's I why agree. I'm buying it hmm. um, I never played it on Wii U so I'm happy to play it okay. on Switch yeah. Um, Undertale, awesome game coming to Switch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, with the PS4 and Vita releases, it was kind of like, oh, what about the Switch? And I guess got listened to. Had its own funny little pun trailer. Yeah, because like all all you talked to me about probably the year after this game came out, like you got to play Undertale, you got to play Undertale, you got to play Undertale. When it came out in Vita, bought it there, I, and I really liked it. It's just yeah, it's a good game. Yeah. It's a good RPG. It's it's short. It gets to the point really quickly and it's got a lovable cast that's all you really need to know about it if you haven't played Undertale you get the opportunity to play it on Switch and that's all I'm going to say about it mm. uh, we've got Little Nightmares so this was a puzzle platform former game it's like I, I, had you seen it before this? yes yeah. yeah it's just such a gross looking game isn't it? <laughs> well it's 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 artistically horror yeah you know looks interesting you know. I might get it I might wait for reviews though uh, I mean, there's there's already reviews out for it. Yeah, there's uh, reviews. It, it got decent reviews. It's it's been out for a long time now. I think. I think uh, it's actually been out for about eight eight to ten months. Yeah. Uh, they only just added. I think there's like, I think the second campaign was just added not that long ago. So hmm. the Switch version will be the complete edition. It is, it is weird because it's got amiibo support where you can scan in your Pac-Man amiibo and you get a little Pac-Man face on your character, which is. <laughs> really out of place <laughs> really really out of place but I guess it works I've got the Pac-Man Amiibo so I'll be able to use that yeah perfect <laughs> <laughs> Just what you, it, it actually might take some of the um, 
what scariness out of the game. <laughs> maybe maybe a little bit yeah uh this is this is another port i'm really excited for south park the fractured butt hole uh is coming out april 24th which uh that's that's a game that came out on uh, consoles last year i'm like i really want this on switch because it's an rpg and it's, it's an rpg yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a long rpg but no it's still still one of those nice things just to have in your hand i i, I just i think it's a good I just think it's a good move having it on Switch in general for the sake of expanding their age market. Oh yeah, like it's a R um R eighteen game. Yeah, it's an R eighteen game. Yeah. yeah, which is yeah, you wouldn't have seen that on Wii U, I don't think. No, yeah, I no. don't. I don't like South Park, so I've got no interest in that. Yeah, I mean, I the uh, the last one, which was uh, Stick of Truth, was pretty good the, the the issue with south park in general uh as somebody who's watched it over the last i don't know decade and a half is every time they try and every time they try and make a south park game it usually turns to crap and it's like oh this would be gold because it's potty mouthed and you know in jokes but Ha-ha. that doesn't that doesn't happen with south park games but with stick of truth they pulled it off really well and then uh i don't know about this one but looks all right um we bought uh, my partner bought stick of truth and played it herself uh i'm not sure if i'll buy fractured but whole but i think it's just good there to expand the library up to you know r18 going yeah, sure. forward and ahead i think that's i think that's pretty important to mm. its actual uh, economical yeah i hope i hope we see more of these games sort of come out day and date as well because at the moment I'll be able to go and get South Park on PS4, and it's probably going to be fifty or thirty bucks. Mm. Whereas now it's going to be eighty bucks, ninety bucks yeah. on Switch. So that does hurt a bit going to get the Switch version when you can see the other versions for a lot cheaper. Yeah. So hopefully uh, Ubisoft and these publishers sort of see uh, see your reward in putting it day and date. Yeah. Mm. Be nice. It will be nice. Uh, you got your Hyrule Warriors. That's mm-hmm. coming out. Not much to be said on that one. No, I'm going to buy it, and that's all I need to say. Yeah. Arms has a three... I already played it too, but I'll buy it again. Yeah, I'll probably play it too. I've hacked and slashed enough. It's mainly because of the combination of the DLC from the both versions is my thing, because I didn't play the 3DS version with its unique DLC. Mm. Um, Arms has a three-day test punch, and I was really uh, really quite happy to see the pushing arms again. Yeah, like, yeah, there's nothing new for us who, who have uh, bought it. Well, no, played it, but it deserves the push. Absolutely, yeah. Um, we got a Splatoon European Championship, and also off the hook concert with Limestream Splatoon Two, uh, version three has uh, is coming out as well late April. Mm-hmm. It's got a hundred new pieces of gear, new stages, uh, Piranha Pit, uh, Camp Triggerfish, Wahoo World, and a new rank, Rank X which is something I did not even have to think about because I'm not getting anywhere close to rank X. <laughs> no. no way in hell. No. I'm probably like what do I I'll be like rank probably C. It's all right. We'll have to we'll have to harass, uh, harass SpongeBob and Maddie Kuma and the team at BR Octolinks. Harass them and just be like, "Yeah, tell us what it's like in rank X." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, it's cool. It's cool they're adding that though, just for people who are like, oh, they'd want to make the extra push. They got the rank S plus or whatever the top is at the moment, and they're like, well, there's nowhere from here. Yeah, yeah, they just want to make the extra push. It's it's a very, from what I understand from tiers like that and competitive 
games as well. It'll probably be something you have to maintain or it'll decay. Yeah. You know. Anyway. And uh, Splatoon 2 is getting uh, its first paid DLC. So an Octo, it's called Octo Expansion and it's its own single player mode. I think this looks awesome. <laughs> it does. It, like it is, Out of all the games I was thinking about DLC for, I was thinking mainly Mario Odyssey. But I wasn't thinking they'll go back to Splatoon 2 and put a whole new uh, story mode in there. Actually, somebody uh, I somebody picked out like a couple things, which um, I would imagine a lot of people would have picked this out. But running through that trailer and seeing like the main character Octoling walking through the train, and then you get like an image of Pearl and Mariner, and they're dressed in like like gangsterish attire. Yeah, it's actually a complete reference to Biggie Smalls and Tupac. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I was like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't notice that. I don't know how the hell I didn't notice that. That's pretty awesome. Um, but uh, I like I like the idea of like going into the non-corrupt off the link side of things. I think that looks awesome. Um, I think them just being like a standard enemy like they have been in the single player. It was kind of just like, eh, why yeah. can't we just play as them? Now we now we do in some demand. And all the new gear looks really cool. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it really does. I agree. Yeah, haven't played it in um, a while, so this will be something to bring us back to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Splatoon is my favorite game of all time, so I'm really looking forward to all this DLC and everything, especially the uh, uh, the uh, amiibo that they're bringing out of um, Pearl and Marina. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, question for you then: How do you feel about it being paid, considering all the uh, all the DLC we've had, like? Before all of this, for both those ga- both the games has been free. How do you feel about this one being paid? Uh, I don't have the problem with it at all. The free uh, updates they've done have just been maps and clothing and that sort of stuff. Where this has got a whole new single player mode with eighty stages or something like that. Um, so yeah, it's fine. See, I'm a I'm I'm a sucker for DLC for games I like. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So I have I have absolutely no problem paying paying the cost, despite the fact like everything. I actually I think that's what makes me want to buy it more is that they constantly release free and new content, which is not something you can say for a lot of games nowadays. No, um, and it, it's not small content either. It's always like maps or weapon sets or you know something like that, which is awesome. Um, so I'm happy to pay any cost that they put on this expansion. Mm. I guess it's called a yeah. So um, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. it. Looks good. Yeah, like not many publishers sort of treat their customers as well as Nintendo has with Splatoon uh, and Arms for that matter. And Arms, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I'll, like I'm thinking back to Halo Five on uh, Xbox One, where you can you can put money into it, and it's sort of it helps development costs and it gives you some skins and uh, new weapons and stuff like that. But you're getting all your maps and updates for free. Yeah. And I thought that was quite a nice way of sort of being, a, you know, being them having a revenue stream and also them treating their community with respect and uh, keeping their game fresh. Well, yeah, the thing is, is that it keeps the community balanced. Map packs are a really dumb idea if you yeah. want to segregate your community. <laughs> And especially when games get older, like you look back to like old Call of Duties and stuff like that, they lose player base because the new one comes out. And then if you're trying to find players, it completely dies off the map because you 
you know, people that don't play map packs won't get the, you know, all the extra stuff, and it's just, I, I think it's, I think it's a reasonable thing to keep everything balanced and, you know, just have cosmetics. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm more than happy to give them thirty dollars for a brand new, uh, single player thing to go through. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. All right. So let's move on to the biggie. <laughs> The thing that made me go, yes, in the car on the way, wake up my girlfriend when she was sleeping on the way to Adelaide. <laughs> I still haven't talked to you about this, Bryce, but, uh, you know, we're big Super Smash Brothers fans and we were just waiting for the announcement of this game this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, the way they sort of announced it, did you, did you, you knew there was Smash before you watched this trailer, didn't you? Oh, I, I I looked at it. I'm just like, this has to be yeah. what I think it is. Because it, it started up and it was it was initially just how they announced Platoon 1 with sort of the white background and the paint being splattered. Mm-hmm. And I heard, like, I've heard some like videos and podcasts, people going, oh, I didn't know what it was. It was, uh, why are they doing more Splatoon? So like, as soon as it started, I was like, oh my God, is this Smash? <laughs> yeah. Is this Smash? And then just the, the way the sort of, it went slow-mo past the inkling when it was jumping out the ink I'm like oh my god oh my god <laughs> then obviously when it went dark and you know the music started and you can see something in the eye and it's slowly coming closer you're like yes and there it is this year um, but what I, what I want to talk to you guys about is do you think this is uh, a brand new Smash Brothers game or it's a port of the Wii U version I was about to mention this myself I'm going to let Luke lead this one yeah uh, well, just going back to the announcement, I wasn't expecting Smash at all. Um, partly because I'm not a very big Smash fan. Um, I don't really like that game at all, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the announcement was just very surprising. Uh, but yeah, the actual game, I think... some you know, There's been a lot of talk about if it's going to be a new game or a port. I think it is going to be a new game, but more like Splatoon 2, how it's a new game, but it's so close to the first game, it might as well be a port. So mm-hmm. it'll be new, but very similar to the Wii U game, I think. Before I leave before I leave you off on that, how do you feel about Splatoon representation, though? Uh, that was extremely expected, and I'm also expecting um, Ribbon Girl and Springman to be the next characters announced for it. I hope so. Yeah, so do uh, I. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Splatoon characters were had to be in Smash because it's extremely popular in Japan, especially, mm-hmm. and everywhere else. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm con- I'm conflicted because I um, I would I pretty much have the same opinion as you, Luke. I I really do. I honestly think that um, it's going to be enhanced, essentially enhanced Smash Four. I think that's going to be the case. Uh, the concern I do have for it, though, and this is my confliction, is that uh, obviously, if if you played any Smash Four or you ever kept up with Nintendo news, you knew that Smash Four just absolutely dealt it on third-party characters. They had stuff like Cloud, Pac-Man, Mega Man, you know, Ryu, Ryu, just over like over that push of um smash being out they had all these licenses acquired um they were invested back into that game uh i have a feeling 
that um, they're like all that's said and done. Uh, their their licensing for putting that stuff in in Smash is gone, and that they're going to have to remove all these characters again. Yeah, that we won't be seeing them. Um, which sucks because a lot of those characters probably would have taken a lot to get in there, let alone on the Wii U. Yeah. On the Wii U even, version of Smash. Even though I don't like the game very much, I do really like all the hype around Smash and all the character reveals and that sort of thing. So it is going to be very exciting over the next few months until E3, and E3 especially when they slowly reveal uh, new characters. Mm. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know how many new characters we'll get. I think it'll, it won't be like uh, Brawl to the Wii U version where we got like a almost no 20 more characters in the end. It, it won't be like that, but I think we'll get a good handful. We'll get sort of ones from new Nintendo IP like uh, Arms and Splatoon, like we said. And um, yeah, hopefully we don't lose those DLC characters and you know, Pac-Man and Mega Man who were introduced... Yeah, because it it sucks we lost Snake from Brawl, but yeah, yeah. But losing that that many, well, yeah. Hopefully, like I, I think, I think they might have had enough um, vision to see that Smash will be coming to the next console earlier than it, you know, come from Brawl to Wii U. So hopefully they 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 look at that and go, you know, we're not going to make this just for one year. You know, mm-hmm. to put in this game hopefully they say alright we're going to have a this is going to be ported or moved to a next console in 4 or 5 years hopefully they see that and we don't lose them yeah I'm, look I'm hoping I'm hoping that's the case but uh, with you know with those with those big names it's hard to tell like you think about you think about um, Street Fighter still prominent they had their own they had another game released more than recent, more than recently, I guess. Um, uh, maybe n- last five. last year, I believe. No, not last year. Last year, or year before. Uh, year before, I think. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, and that started off really slow. Yeah. That started off really slow, and then it pushed on, and you know, it's it's looking more of a full release now, and uh, it's them, you know, main focus for a competitive title. Yeah. Uh, you've got stuff like Final Fantasy VII remake, which. We should be seeing the first episode of that remake this year. <laughs> the be. first episode. Yep. Uh, it's the same thing with Kingdom Hearts. And Kingdom Hearts and the you never know when you're going to get your game type of thing. Um, I think uh, maybe if that's the case, maybe they'll continue to try and push these characters into these games. They'll be like, here, have them and keep going and working with them. But if... Uh, anything in the past has been any indication with what happened with Snake and stuff like that I think it'd be these characters will be gone and I'm not sure I'm not sure I I want them to be there but Mm. especially if it's only an enhanced port of Smash 4 all the the assets are there this is one of those things where all the assets are there the engines there they can just reuse that and they've got all their stuff you know, ready, ready to go. Mm. So. Yeah, just sort of do they like give it the Mario Kart Eight treatment. You know, polish it up, change a few mechanics like they did with the double items, and like they added in an extra boost and stuff in Mario Kart Eight. So do that to sort of the engine, but then add in like a 
like Smash Tour. You can get rid of that. <laughs> like, because yeah. I, I never played that. That wasn't it. Wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, put in a story mode. Put in um, Smash Run into it because that was a great mode on 3ds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Put in new characters, new stages, to sort of fill it up more. Mm-hmm. And that's a massive game already. Mm-hmm. Like, and to to be honest, that that's that's what I want. I don't I don't need it to look completely different and be a completely different me- like game mechanically. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. I feel you. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah, I don't know. My 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 conclusion because I don't want to I don't want to ramble on too much about Smash because I could all day. But my conclusion to it mainly is, um, I think it's perfectly reasonable to expect it to be either a port or a new game at this point. But if they're reusing assets, mm. so it's it's hard to tell. But uh, people are like, oh, they've removed Bandai, Nam- uh, Bandai Namco from their, you know, their their little uh, copyright line and all that. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it also wasn't in there last time we had, um, like smash hype going up. Yeah, it wasn't really like it. They no. they sort of tri- they didn't treat them as developers of the game. They're more or less just contractors in Nintendo. Yeah, exactly. That's how they sort of treated them, and their name was there because Pac Man was represented in the game, much like Capcom was for Mega Man. And yeah, yeah, and then you had. Uh, uh, I don't know that just people trying to pick out things. They're like, "Oh, look, the logo looks different." I'm like, uh, "It yeah. does, it does, it, it does look different." Congratulations. <laughs> I'm not sure that means. I'm not sure that it means that warrants a sequel. It's like Smash Five, new logo included. It's the exact same game as Smash Four. It's just got a new logo. Right. <laughs> don't know. We'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find. I'm out. gonna be pretty happy either way. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I'm just yeah, yeah, happy for a new Smash Bros. game. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so that's uh, that's all the uh, tidbits from the direct done. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, Luke, you had a segment you wanted to uh, uh, bring to the show this week. Yeah, that's right, and it is <laughs> mystery, mystery. Um, yeah, so this is a segment that I've copied from another really good podcast that you should all go and listen to called Talk Nintendo Podcast over at Nintendo World Report. Oh yes, uh, I know the, the, I know Nintendo World Report. I, I enjoy their podcast too. Yeah, they've got lots. Um, the way it works is I have a game sitting here, and you have to try and work out what it is. There are a few rules. You can only ask up to fifteen questions that can be answered with yes or no. Uh, the game mm. I've chosen is on a N- Nintendo system that's no longer supported, so not 3DS or Switch. And I'll also give a hint after the fifth. 10th and 15th questions the mystery ends when you've either correctly guessed the game or after the final hint and then once the game has been revealed I have a bit of interesting history about it and I'm hoping you've played it so we can talk about it a bit okay alright alright so just before we start um, is the Wii U still a supported system because games are still coming out on that uh, well, I said not 3DS or Switch, so it is possible that it is a Wii U game. <laughs> oh, damn, I'm trying to get a free question. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> you almost did. All right, I'll 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 start off. I'll um, is it on a Nintendo handheld? No. Okay, so we're taking turns. You go. Was the system it was available on in uh, released in the 90s? No. Okay. So we got GameCube, Wii. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Or were you? Or were you, apparently. Okay. Or were you? Alright. Your turn. Uh, is this game a Mario game? Nope. It's not. Is this game an officially licensed Nintendo game? Um, officially licensed, meaning what is exactly? It, is it Nintendo developed? Mm. Uh, it's not developed by Nintendo. Okay. Jeez. Is this is this game developed by a Japanese developer? I don't think so. Um, just hang on a second. Just get your Wikipedia going. Just double check. At the moment, Luke is. I've got my I've got my competitive. Oh, look! I've got my competitive face on. I don't want to lose this. I want facts. No, <laughs> no, it's not a Japanese developer. It wasn't okay. Uh, and that was the so. fifth question. So the first hint is. On the back of the box, it says bringing multiplayer back to its roots. Multiplayer back to its roots. I can think of many games that would say that. Yeah. Oh, um. So, um. Mm. <laughs> multiplayer back to its roots. So what games do we have that are non-Japanese developed? So American, probably. Could be European. Ooh. Um, is this game a first-person shooter at all? Yes. Um, if we is... guess it, do we lose automatically? or? Uh, no, if you guess it, you win the game. Is it Goldeneye? Can you be a bit more specific? Oh, oh, the the Wii version. The, the Wii version, the Wii GoldenEye version. Uh, yeah. Yes. GoldenEye 007. That's yes. it. Yes. Nice. Got it in only seven questions. You didn't need any more hints. Cause, yeah, yeah. Because I was thinking GoldenEye, and I'm like, oh no, that was 64 90s. But yeah, when you said that, oh yeah, it was remade. The only reason, the only reason I picked that out is because I actually have a copy of that on my shelf and it's one of the only Wii games I have remaining. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nice. So I was just thinking back to my collection and I'm just like, hang on, American developed. Well, I think it's actually European developed. It is. Yeah, I don't know who developed the port, but... Developed by Eurocom um, and then it was yeah, later. Yeah, it is. I am uh, wrong. I am wrong um, on that one, but I got it. <laughs> but yeah, I've... <laughs> Got a bit of history me... on the game, so oh yeah, yeah, I want to hear it. GoldenEye 007 for Wii was first officially announced during the Nintendo 2010 E3 press conference, but a few weeks earlier, some details of the game were leaked, including the box art and that it would launch with a special gold-colored Classic Controller Pro. And that was actually one of the hints. Um, mm. I also remember that the trailer for it was leaked the day before the press conference. So that's kind of funny. And <laughs> the game is a reimagining of GoldenEye on the 64. The single-player campaign starts off at the dam, just like on the 64 game. But from that point on, there are more differences than similarities. Um, that includes changing Bond from Pierce Brosnan to Daniel Craig. Yeah, that was the biggest thing. 
Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, God. Anyway, continue. Uh, there's a big focus on the multiplayer on this Wii game too, with support for both online and split screen with various different game modes. And I think from what I can remember, the modes for online were different than the modes from the local, which was kind of strange. And it was released on the 23rd of November, uh, no, the 3rd of November 2010, uh, to generally positive reviews with a Metacritic score of 81. And almost exactly a year later, a remastered version was released on 360 and PS3 with a few new modes. So mm, there you go. Yeah. Um, I think I think the big the biggest thing in the end was uh, bringing multiplayer back to its roots. Um, because they made a massive they made a massive deal of um, like this game being remade at the time. And they emphasized how much like uh, couch couch multiplayer uh, was back on the 64 with it. And with me, who has like fair few personal memories of playing 64 Goldeneye, and then watching that trailer and being like, it's Goldeneye. <laughs> when they were talking about they're like, oh, Goldeneye is, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, I commend you on that one because... Uh, I probably wouldn't have guessed it if if I didn't get that hint. Mm. I reckon the like when you when you said the the um there would have been a hint for the gold pro controller. I would have got that one because I remember trying to get that gold pro controller like a while after the game had come out. And it, really it, it was really hard to get because it limited. Would, yeah, yeah. limited. Yeah, yeah. And that controller looked awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The classic controller pro is really good. I actually imported mine from Japan as soon as it was released, and it's an oh. extremely good controller. Um, mine's a black one though, not gold. Yeah, yeah. I never got the pro. I just had the I had the uh, original one, which is more similar to the Super Nintendo controller. Mm, the pro version was a lot more comfortable and had yeah better buttons. Yeah. yeah. Um. Did you get to play uh, play it much on uh, online? At all? I played it a lot online and locally. Um, it was heaps and heaps of fun with lots of different modes and stuff. Um, and it's probably the game I played most online with the Wii. Uh, it worked really, really well. See, um, around the time, uh, around the time that I had come across it, uh, it was really hard to actually find a copy of it. And the only the only way I came across it was I was just like, hey all these games for Wii going for cheap uh, at EB Games because the Nintendo Network... Uh, well, what was the Nintendo... What Wi-Fi. are they call Nintendo it? Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi connection. connection. Yeah. That's right. When Nintendo Wi-Fi connection was going down, they just had like a whole bucket of these games and I'd picked up GoldenEye, I'd picked up Strikers, I picked up all these games for like nine bucks. Um, because I didn't have a very... I was... Like, the Wii came out around the time that like... Uh, my family didn't have a lot of money to spare so it was kind of like coming across video games like that and then going back to them was a little bit of a hobby there for a bit and um i just remember um you know like hearkening back to like when they were talking about re-releasing goldeneye and all that stuff and i saw that there and i was just like i have to grab it and so i did Hmm. um did you play through the single player i played i played a little bit of it I didn't get through all of it though, unfortunately. Uh, it's really good. I just replayed it, uh, replayed the whole game just in the last two weeks, and it is still really, really good. I recommend playing it. 
Um, the final boss is kind of annoying, but it's... Um, I mean, he he was in the 64 version as well. <laughs> it's a really great game, and anyone listening to this should go and buy it and play it. Yeah, oh, it's super cheap now if you can find it too. I think like um, in uh, if you check if you check local EB Games and stuff because uh, you know scalpers that sometimes don't get their hands on those little things. Mm. Actually, I'm I'm always looking at EB Games or secondhand places for like decent Wii games and GameCube games and that, and I can't find anything anymore. It's all just oh, yeah, it's all shovelware. It's all the like shovelware the now. Yeah. If if you look carefully enough, though, sometimes you'll find something nice. Like the when I when I picked up a couple of those Wii ga- those couple of Wii games, I was just like, sweet, that's that's stuff I probably won't find in a in a year or two. Yeah, no, that that was great back then. That was, but that was like the start of the Wii U too. Oh yeah, now it's all gone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it'd be a trying to get rid of all the Wii games, but uh, you still sometimes find some good stuff. Like uh, a few weeks ago, I found uh, House of the Dead Overkill. Uh, the Conduit and Mad World, so I got that set, which they were having a sale nice. where you buy one and you get two free. So mm, that's really awesome. That is really awesome. Three, three pretty good games too. Yeah, mm. I can I can only find Guitar Hero Wii Fit, <laughs> Carnival Party or Carnival Festival or whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's or mostly the... what's left. But sometimes you find something good. Yeah, yeah. You you kind of just got to keep your eyes peeled because you never know when you will find that one thing. Yeah, I'm I'm always looking like on on buy swap and sell, mm-hmm. our local buy swap and sell, and people are like, oh yeah, selling my Wii, uh, two hundred bucks comes with all the fucking shit you do not want. Yeah, uh, Wii accessories. Pick and... up, please. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you find some good stuff though. I, I last night I saw a PlayStation Two with I think it was like thirty two games. A controller, two memory cards for forty bucks. Oh, nice! Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, I want to buy that, but I know I can't this week, so I'm gonna have to miss out on it. Like, damn it! Um, Just don't eat for four days. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I have, I have every intent of going back to it, but the issue is, is I have to play it on my Wii U, which is unfortunately a bit of a dust collector sometimes. Where's your Wii? My Wii. I've not had my Wii for a while, unfortunately. Aww. My my Wii is, it's it's been through moving blues, yeah, right? Mm. Moving blues. It's, it's not looking it's not looking into nice shape. Okay. Unfortunately, even though you can pick one up for, I think you can pick up a Wii for about forty dollars now. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Very cheap. But oh well, I'll I'll crack it out on the Wii U. I I, I have been meaning to. Because um, I did, I did love GoldenEye sixty four as a kid, uh, whether it was multiplayer or single player, and that's the reason I picked it up. And I was like, "Hey, I'm going to buy this," because uh, I hear it's good. Um, and then I played a little bit of it. I enjoyed what I played of it. The dam was really nostalgic. I loved, I loved going through that dam again because I, I can't count how many times I went through that as a kid. Yeah. Um, and when I was like five years old, <laughs> the dam stage, the very opening, is exactly the same as the '64 game, so it is very nostalgic when you play it for the first time. Oh yeah, yeah, it absolutely, it absolutely got me. And like, uh, there was there's two two alternate paths to that level, to finishing it. So I never, I if I remember correctly i could never i i tried to do it i think i was on like normal difficulty when i was a kid and i couldn't get through it so it was my goal to like do it on the hardest difficulty uh the longer path which was inside the dam and you had to get to the end of it 
set off a bomb i think it was um because you could either on the uh you could either jump you could either just go jump off the dam or you could set off a bomb in the ton in the in the dam first i think it was and then go jump yeah jump boy the 64 game was very innovative with um, at the time with all the different objectives and difficulties that it had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, I struggled with it. <laughs> I struggled with it as a kid, but um, I um, I also had I also had clarity issues with that game because it wasn't it wasn't very clear, and that's I, I picked up Goldeneye on the Wii thinking that I'd probably have a smoother time in general being with like obviously I'm older now and can understand stuff a little bit better uh I'd want to fucking hope so <laughs> <laughs> um the uh yeah the Wii version is I, I've got I've got such a huge bucket list but it's definitely on there to play so I really need to get ahead and do that now that you've mentioned it and I've I've actually heard from somebody that it's worth playing yeah, like to, to the end well to, if you actually no, have it is. sitting on your shelf you may as well well you know I, I, I've, I, I can say that about several games that I've got sitting on my shelf that I haven't touched too Absolutely, I, yeah. but you know as gamers especially us that go back and pick up old games we have an in, insane backlog yes, yes. <laughs> I'm sure you, I'm sure you can relate Luke yeah definitely but I still play through a lot of games so it's good yeah you seem to play like just seeing what you post on Twitter and I'm like oh my god hey, you like you finish so many unusual and like older games I'm like that's awesome yeah like like, I, like like you said before I saw your post about Mad World and the Conduit and stuff I'm like where in 2018 do you get the time to go <laughs> finish the Conduit but that's awesome yeah, yeah I prefer shorter games so you can get through them fairly easily and quickly but uh, just looking I, I keep a list of everything I play so uh, last year, I played sixty games and finished forty-four of them. So, that's uh, yeah, very nice. I'm lucky to get through six, <laughs> but my that that that's usually that's usually down to my game choices. I play I play never-ending games. Yeah, well, to be fair, two of those games last year for you was Zelda and Xenoblade Two. Mm-hmm. Not very uh, short games. Oh no, not when I not when I strive to complete them to the end. <laughs> Uh, last episode, I was talking with Seamus, and we we're saying how, you know, like about this this half of the year for Switch. You know, it doesn't matter that there's not so much coming out because you didn't finish what what came out last year. I'm like, oh, apart from Bryce, he finished Zelda, Xenoblade Two, Mario, Splatoon Two. <laughs> he, he done that, but normal people haven't. <laughs> yeah, there are still well, games I haven't even bought from the last year yet. Like I plan on eventually getting uh, Fire Emblem Warriors and a bunch of other stuff. Mm. Oh yeah, there's still there's still plenty of money I got to invest in 2018 uh, on 2017 games. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. Yeah, that, that's 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 the way it is. Oh well. Hopefully they're cheaper. Uh, I'm I'm sure they'll drop in price a little bit somewhere, but yeah. For now, it's just waiting for that to happen. Mm. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Luke, thank you very much for joining us on the House of Mario this week. Yeah, thank been... you for bringing this segment to the show too. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's been very good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. If you um, if you ever feel like talking your mouth about some Nintendo things, feel, feel more than uh, free to come back on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, is there any plugs you'd like to... 
uh, leave with those who are listening? Uh, probably just my Twitter, which is at A-D-E-E-E-L-N-V, or it might be easier to find that in the show notes if you can put it there. Yes, yep, yes, absolutely. it will be there. It will be. <laughs> Bryce, where can they find you on the Bluebird? At Bryce DeWitt on Twitter. Yeah, and you can find me at iDruby. And you can find the House of Mario at the House of Mario on Twitter. And uh, this podcast is a part of the 8-Bit Collective, uh, a group of podcasts, podcasters, more or less, who are together making uh, content for uh, your amusement. So go over to 8bit.net and see what they're all up to. See if you find anything you like. I'm sure you will. Mm-hmm. There's uh, interview podcasts, uh, news podcasts, D&D podcasts, pop culture podcasts. There's even WWE. There is even WWE. <laughs> i tell you what, I could, uh, I'm very knowledgeable about the, 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 the wrestling men. There's one... Did you know, Bryce, there's a, a wrestler called The Rock? <laughs> he's a... Uh, He's a strong man. He can uh, he can throw a chair. <laughs> All right. Once again, Luke, thanks for joining us. You're Bryce, a, you're thank- a walking shit post. Sorry. Whoa. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. See you guys. Yep. <laughs>